You know, sometimes it feels like there aren't enough hours in the day. You like my radio voice, Bill? Even when you're working past the 9 to 5, so if you're still making time-consuming trips to the post office, you need a better way. Use Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you get the postage you need the instant that you need it. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your computer and printer. It's quick, it's easy, and you'll save money with Stamps.com, too. It's just a fraction of the cost of one of those expensive postage meters. Plus, you'll get special postage discounts you can't even find at the post office. We at the Advanced Selling Podcast use Stamps.com. I use it at home. Bill uses it at home. Uh, the little scale is the best part about it. Right now, sign up for Stamps.com and use our promo code Advanced Selling for this special offer. You'll get a four-week trial plus a $110 bonus offer, including postage and a digital scale. Get started with Stamps.com today. Within minutes, you'll be printing postage right from your desk. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Advanced Selling. That's Stamps.com. Enter Advanced Selling. In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we start our own Advanced Selling Podcast menagerie in one sentence. We tie an ASP world record, and we hear from marketing expert John Jantz about how to use SEO to drive more quality leads. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast with the loudest intro music created exclusively <laughs> for loud. sales pros to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. And I used to be able to hear it, and I didn't. I do like my headphones potted up, but that was really loud on the intro music. Now, our listeners Get can't over tell, it. I can tell, there, so, but I really like that. So, hey, we are uh, here every week. We have new listeners every week. Lots of new listeners we do. have been coming on board. And the word, they all use the same word. We talked about this a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. binge. binge. They all binge use listening. the binge listening thing, which I really, really like. That tells me you're going all in. Uh, we are on the road, uh, 2016, 2017 now, booking for mm-hmm. gigs. So if you have a sales meeting, and uh, dozens of you have reached out, uh, scores of you have reached out, I should probably say more accurately, uh, about bringing us in to see you, whether it's for a sales meeting, a, uh, an event, a sales event, and an awards trip to Dominica. We would do that, wouldn't you we, Bill? You are very specific. We, we would go specific. to Cabo if you have an awards mm-hmm. trip. Bill and I would be happy to travel, especially if it's in February. In January, February. Exactly. Yeah. We're good on those. Just send us an email. Listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com is the show email. Put in that subject line, come see us, and we'll get that process started for you. So, And we've had a lot of listener questions, and uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing some interviews, some guest experts. So if we don't get to your question right away, we will be doing it in the next 30 days. So yeah. we've gotten some great questions. Uh, from all over the planet. So we're yep. looking forward to answering some of those. Some are unanswerable. Some are unanswerable. Some are un- flat, those are the best out, kind. Also, we got a really nice note from Blake, who we did the... We did. It was a door-knocking thing. Yeah. And uh, he just got a promotion. I saw that. Look at that. Yeah. Van so Selling Podcast, go. promoting people across the globe and in Texas. All you got to do. It's good. Don't you love stories, Brian, where you hear about somebody who faced an issue, faced a problem, and they turned it around and made a business out of it? One of my favorites. I love those things. Mike, a gentleman who, uh, one busy afternoon in 2003, he accidentally saved over an invoice and lost his work. I've done that before. Then and there was the inspiration for a new global company called FreshBooks. Eight years later, with over 5 million users... FreshBooks has grown to be the number one cloud-based invoicing software service for small business, professionals, and for freelancers. So here are a few examples of some of the amazing time-saving features in FreshBooks. Number one, you can create and send really professionally-looking invoices in under 30 seconds. You can also customize your invoice by picking a template, adding your logo, and even adding a personalized thank you note. 
You also uh, get a chance to email the client the invoice. FreshBooks can show you whether they've seen it, which puts an end to that whole guessing game. Working as a freelancer means your clients can be all over the world. FreshBooks lets you send invoices in the currency your clients work in, which spares everyone the hassle of currency conversions. And also you can take pictures of receipts on your phone using FreshBooks mobile apps and make claiming your expenses a million times easier. That's only a fraction of what FreshBooks can do to save you a ton of time and stress. The good news, FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all advanced selling podcast listeners. One month unrestricted use. To claim your free month, go to freshbooks.com forward slash selling and enter advanced selling podcast in the how did you hear about us section. Bill, we spend an ungodly amount of time on our daily commutes. Most of us do. And for salespeople, it's not really the daily commute. It's the daily job. It's what we're doing. We're driving around in our cars. We're in our modes of transportation all day. Plus, if you're on the road and you carry a bag around a big territory, you're probably on an airplane. So when you find yourself gridlocked freeway on an airplane, airport, bus, train, doesn't matter, get lost in Audible audiobooks. Whether it's a mystery thriller, memoir, or bestseller, Audible can turn your commute into another world. Just download your books or shows to your mobile device and listen while all the other people fly by. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, audio shows, news, comedy, Audible is your best source for any sort of traffic entertainment. The Audible app makes listening a breeze with features like chapter navigation and my favorite, narration speed control. Join Audible today and explore the world's leading provider of audiobooks. Start a 30-day trial and download your first audiobook for free. Go to audible.com selling to get started. That's audible.com selling for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Today we have a special guest, and uh, this is an interview that we just did, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And again, I think you've got to put your hat on, your business owner hat, yes. your marketing strategist hat, if you have such a hat. I yes. don't have a marketing strategist hat. But you've got to put that hat on because John Jantz is going to be uh, with us here in a moment, and he talks about lead generation from a little bit different way, a little bit different angle. Yeah, some very useful things, and as Bill said, make sure that you are pulling focus away from sales and think, how can I do myself a favor by using what John tells you to help you generate more, better quality leads for yourself? We have a very special guest today. He's This is his third time on the Advanced Selling Podcast, I think, in the last seven or eight years. Which I think makes him tied for the most frequent guest I on think the it podcast. Is. I think it yeah. is. So uh, we are speaking today with John Jantz. John, are you there? I am. Awesome. Thanks for having me again, guys. All right. All right. Uh, things, uh, things must be a little quiet. Uh, to have me back a third time. <laughs> uh, let me give you a, a minute background on John. Uh, I've known John for oh, probably 15 years, and uh, he's written several books, uh, all good ones. In fact, I would, if you haven't ever read a John Jantz book, you need to pick up all of them and just make it a point over the month of September to read them. Duct Tape Marketing, Duct Tape Selling. I think duct tape selling, I was in there, wasn't I? Didn't you ask me a question on the yeah. frequently asked questions or something like that, or should I, I, ask questions? I, I think I you, were the, we, you were the centerfold, uh, weren't you, Bill? When I you turn the thing sideways, you pop uh-huh. out as a six-foot-six life-size uh, poster of Bill. <laughs> okay, John, I actually what, what, uh, dedicated uh, the last three pages to <laughs> telling you t- to, to going on about how you've impacted my life. <laughs> this is very nice. This is very sweet. I'm crying. The, com- the commitment engine, the referral engine, which was probably my favorite of all Amen, of them. for sure. And then and uh, he also is founder of the Duct Tape Marketing Consulting Network. And his new book is called SEO for Growth. And you can go to seoforgrowth.com. And John, welcome back. And tell me, what's uh, you are becoming a prolific writer. Now you've got uh, all these yeah, this books. Yeah, this is book number five, and I'm actually working on number six. Awesome. Uh, but I'm not sure when that one will come out. That's one of those 
sort of noodling with ideas, but uh, that we won't get into today. But I, I really felt the need to write a book that uh, covers a topic that some see very technical, some see it as a pure tactic in marketing. When a lot of my books have been maybe a little more holistic in terms of of growth of a business, uh, but I feel like this. Uh, this area, search engine optimization, has probably changed as much as anything in the last few years, and not just changed in the how we do it, but but really maybe even changed in where we place it, how we think about it, uh, as opposed to just being a tactic. I now believe that uh, search engine optimization is it's a channel all in on its own. Hmm. Uh, much like PR and and advertising, um, and that we have to think about it. It has to be part of the strategic decision-making process, just like we think about what content we would write about, uh, just like we would think about the customer experience and the customer journey. Search engine optimization has to be integrated really into all of the decisions uh, that we make in many of the other channels. Mm -hmm. So search engine optimization used to be one of those terms that made my eyes roll back in my head mm, and grab right. onto my wallet because I always <laughs> felt like whoever was talking to me about it and trying to sell the consulting behind it, it, it was still a black art. It was it was kind of mysterious. So tell us, how how has it changed that would now cause salespeople, marketing people, CEOs to need to know? Yeah, well, unfortunately, the one thing that hasn't changed is some of what you described. There certainly are still people selling it as this elusive thing that, uh, that that's under the hood that only if you have the right tools can you uh, play. Well, well, Google is certainly – I mean, let's face it. Search engine optimization is basically the, the art of trying to get uh, Google to show your pages <laughs> when somebody searches for something. I mean, that's, it. that's ultimately what it boils down to. And so – uh, you know, Google has spent uh, the last decade trying to figure out how to serve the best content to their customer, the searcher. Um, and so, you know, SEO people talk about these funny terms like uh, penguin and panda. Um, and essentially all it's doing is rooting out a lot of the, the, the kind of cat and mouse game that's gone on with uh, between SEO folks and, and Google's and, ba and basically said, write great content, write lots of it. Uh, write in such a way that people want to share it um, and and show us signals that that help us understand that uh, that related businesses, uh, people in your town, you know, are linking to this content and pointing to this content as well. So there, there, there are really very few things when it comes down to you know what it is um, that that we're trying to do with SEO. There, there are obviously, I mean, we we wouldn't be able to fill up 300 pages of a book if there weren't also some um, some very fundamental uh, tactics that you had to uh, engage in. But when it really comes down to it, um, that's all we're that that's all Google's saying. That's all we're saying in this book is that you know everything you do on your website. Uh, everything that you do online um, off of your website um, is now a factor in how uh, search engines look at showing your content when somebody goes out there and searches. And so it, it, it is much more than you know tweaking a few dials or you know buying a few links uh, from Russian um, <laughs> websites. Excellent. And, and I think you're the first guest ever, John, to drop four animals in <laughs> one sentence. It's fascinating. We did penguin, <laughs> panda, cat, and mouse all in the same sentence. I mean, that is genius on its own. So that's good. Uh, our our, our uh, audience of salespeople are listening to this, and they know what it is, and they're aware of it. What they Their biggest issue, I think, around marketing is lead generation. They say, hey, marketing, give me more leads. Give me better leads. I want more leads and more qualified leads. And they usually complain to the marketing group and they say, that's their job. I want our listeners to make it 
their own yeah, job right. to help the marketing group. And SEO is a huge part of that. So could you tell the sales team a bit of advice on how to help the marketing team manage their SEO in the most optimal way possible to feed them lots of good quality leads? Yeah, that's a, a really great question because I think a lot of times – uh, the the marketing folks sit up there in that tower, right, and uh, and decide, you know, here's what people are looking for. When in fact, the salespeople quite often are in the streets. They're listening. They're hearing the complaints. They're hearing the challenges. Uh, they're hearing the exact words that people use to describe their challenges. And and that's what marketing needs to know about. Uh, they need to know. I mean, a lot of times, where people get in trouble with SEO is they use all their industry terms for describing. The, the, their solutions and their products and services when nobody actually goes out and searches for those terms or in that way. Um, and I think that the field, whatever we call them, the people that are in the field closest to the customers are actually probably the, the most equipped to, to say, here's what people really search for. Here are the questions people ask me time and time again. Mm-hmm. We need to be writing content that addresses those. And, if, and in doing so, we are probably going to improve our search engine optimization. So when you say writing content, that's been one of the things that we've been pressing and emphasizing on the podcast the last couple of years is is positioning yourself as an expert. I'm talking a salesperson now, not a company. Positioning yourself as the expert. And part of doing that is writing of content, whether it be produced media like podcasting or, or video or written content. Uh, what is your one of your favorite uh, you know, content marketing tip for a sales professional, let's say it's a business-to-business salesperson. Maybe they, maybe they sell fifty thousand to a million-dollar solution. So we're not just talking about the, the the very low end of it. We're talking about high-end people. How? What would you give as a tip? Well, my favorite thing to do because because a lot of times when salespeople hear that they're like, well, "What would I write about?" Right. I don't know what to write about. Right. Um, and so what I love to do is, especially in that higher end sale, they're, they're probably not sending out an email and person's hitting you know buy now, but right. there's probably an exchange that might last months. Um, uh, of education, both in person and and through you know other via, uh, various uh, channels. And so, what I always love to do is to go into a salesperson and say, "Show me your sent email." Um, and quite often, uh, we will find months and months worth of amazing <laughs> content in their sent email. And we just take some of that and extract it and say, wouldn't this be a great blog post? Look, you've answered the same question 18 times, <laughs> yeah, 18 different exactly. ways. Wouldn't this be an amazing blog post? Uh, and and then all of a sudden, it re- I think it really brings it home because that's uh, one of the things I love about questions, particularly when you can start identifying questions that clients asked repeatedly, uh, is there's a really good chance, and there are tools that can prove this, uh, but there's a really good chance that people who are not your customers <laughs> have some of those same questions and challenges. And wouldn't it be amazing if they, when they turn to Google and ask that question, your content was was coming up, even, even if your company is writing about uh, the industry and about their great products, but you're focused on the actual challenge that your client or prospect is having, and all of a sudden they, they see you uh, as an authority or an expert uh, because you have taken that simple content that that you you have refined maybe in some cases over yeah. the years uh, and simplified over the years where you know the guys back in marketing are still making it complex you've had to simplify it so that that, that the actual customer or prospect can understand what you're talking about so you've answered the question about what to write now the question is where to display it where to put it is linkedin the blog on linkedin is that a proper place or or not well l- let me preface this by saying um 
whether you work for a company as a salesperson, you know, carrying a quota or you've got your own thing going, um, content that you write that you put in a place that you own becomes an asset. Um, and so my first love is to tell people to create some sort of, you know, niche or angle, you know, of their own blog that they can do some writing that, that they will own no matter where they go, no matter what happens. Now, having said that, there are some obvious places where your prospects are already fishing a bit. Um, and so uh, LinkedIn, as you mentioned, in the right uh, environment, uh, certainly in B2B, is, I think, quite a natural. Um, uh, the, the beauty is they have actually, in, you know, on top of some of the things that I'm sure you guys talk about all the time, like working in groups and things, they've also opened up publishing uh, quite uh, mm -hmm. largely inside of LinkedIn. So you can start even taking some of that content that you have maybe published in a blog that only two people read um, and, <laughs> and get that uh, put over to LinkedIn as well and probably get a few more eyeballs on it or, or be able to point. Um, you know, other people who are asking questions maybe inside of one of these groups that you belong to. Uh, I, you know, I think one of the greatest ways to get some eyeballs on your own content is, is to truly say, Hey, you're, you're asking about something I just wrote about. Um, here's something that might help you out. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's a great way to use your content awesome. inside really, of LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Good. Really, really good. Um, and as the, uh, only guy here who hasn't written a you know, book yet on the on the phone here because bill you've written one and john's written five soon to be six it seems to me that uh writing a book always teaches you something or surprises yeah. you and i'd be curious to know going into the book you probably had some perceptions of this is what this is like and you've been a marketing expert for years and years and years what did you learn or what surprised you as you wrote this book about the whole seo process that our listeners could benefit mm -hmm. from Gosh, you don't have any web designers listening, do you? We have one. <laughs> we well, won't send this to. And, and he well, does a blog the, and two people read it. he's getting ready to unsubscribe. <laughs> okay. um, you know, I, I think one of the, I guess I shouldn't say a surprise, but maybe the level it still exists is that uh, many folks who are asked to design websites don't uh, do not do it with SEO in mind. In fact, in some cases, it, you know, it's mostly about how the site looks. It's not about the, the, the interface that the customer has. It's not about the, the way in which a customer or, or prospect wants to go through and consume content. And in many cases, it, it's not with the search engines uh, and some of what they require or demand or expect um, in mind. And, and I think a lot of, uh, I mean, we have web designers in the, in the subtitle of this book because we, we really wrote this book suggesting that that web designers and, and entrepreneurs and you know really content writers you know need to understand this stuff because it no longer exists in a vacuum mm -hmm. I mean they, they they all fit to all these pieces fit together and and that's why I say that SEO or at least the consideration of search engine optimization has to be risen to the strategic level because you can't design a website, you can't uh, do a PR campaign, you probably can't or shouldn't even be thinking about your content marketing without um, involving you know all of your your best thinking around search engine optimization. That's that's great. That leads me to the suggestion for our listeners that if you are in a company or you own one or you the sales staff needs to be involved in any sort of website design or website. Yeah engineering if you will i believe yeah. that to be true yeah. so I, it's well, I, I i personally think that the the, the i'm going to throw the service people into this too i mean oh, i think nice. the service people and the salespeople uh, should be routinely involved in creating content because so often they are actually uh, they are actually hearing from the prospect right. and the customer yeah. what content you should be writing that's great 
So let's, uh, we're talking with John Jantz today, who's uh, recently published a brand new book that's available right now called SEO for Growth. And uh, we're happy to have John back on the show. Well, let's let's talk about my favorite topic then, uh, with, the, with with regard to this, and it's really the glue that holds this whole thing together, and it's, and it's keyword research. Mm. So, keyword research, uh, you know, any SEO person uh, that's been doing SEO for more than five minutes knows that that's where you start. And the, the the idea is, let's go out and use the tools that are available to find out, you know, what are people searching for related to our industry? What are the exact phrases they use to search for things that we sell um, and how frequently do they search those terms and what um, related terms uh, are, are, are you know in that group and what commercial intent is there around those terms in other words you know what are willing people willing to pay to buy those terms for from an advertising standpoint um, this form of research, really forms the the whole basis, in my opinion, for uh, the content that we are going to write. And, mm-hmm. and I often talk about content as being the voice of strategy uh, today. And and be, if, if, if we're going to elevate content <laughs> to that position as being the voice of strategy, we sure as heck better be writing the right content. And, and we better be turning to uh, to the market itself and saying, what you know, what should we be writing about? And and keyword research helps you create maybe the next 12 months of editorial calendar, uh, perhaps, if you think about your content, again, as a voice of strategy, you have to then think about your content as a body of work, as like mm-hmm. chapters in a book, um, and, and plan it out uh, accordingly. Um, and that, uh, in my opinion, is done best using some of the research tools. I mean, you, you can not only find uh, terms that are related to your business and the volume that people search, then you can turn around and say, okay, if I'm going to write about, you mentioned one of my books, The Referral Engine. If I'm going to write about referral marketing, why don't I turn to one of these tools like BuzzSumo that is a search engine that I can say, okay, I want to write about referral marketing. So I put referral marketing term in there. And all of a sudden, uh, BuzzSumo is going to show me the most shared articles over the last year mm-hmm. that uh, had to do with referral marketing. Well, if I'm that salesperson, I'm thinking, okay, this 16 ways to get more referrals got shared thousands of times from this uh, uh, this one sales website. Uh, why don't I write 32 ways to get more referrals? And, <laughs> Those and 16 make, plus 16 more. <laughs> well, maybe or you know maybe <laughs> we do kidding. actually have 32. But, but yeah. I mean the point is there was an appetite for that right, uh, yeah. that that content. So why not use that as inspiration for what you should write about? Um, kind of knowing already that the, that there's an appetite. Now yeah. I mean you know in some cases. Sites that get thousands of shares for every word they write, you know, will show up in those things. So, so you do have to use a little judgment there. But you can really find the, the if if you know kind of the topics or the themes you want to write about, you can get some great inspiration uh, from some of the tools out there that will show you, you know, what you should be writing. That's great. You know, you uh, you mentioned the uh, the idea of sent emails. So that's one place to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, BuzzSumo or any kind of keyword research tools, another place to look. So you've given us two or three ways to start to think about what content to write. And then uh, it's it's never a problem, I think, to write the content. It's more where do I begin. And sure, what's sure. the title? And I, I love that, you know, you have uh, in some of your books have talked about the idea of, well, let's do the 10 mistakes people make when they buy this product. Or what are right. some frequently asked questions they have? And write a blog post or some kind of a post on each one of those questions. Not all 10, but break them up. And I think those are all ideas that our listeners can use. Love it. Yeah. 
John, we appreciate you being on today. This is awesome, and good luck with your new book. Once again, you can find the book at seoforgrowth.com. seoforgrowth.com. It's available right now. It's brand new, just out. So uh, we'd love to have you on some other time, and the best of luck uh, with the book. Well, and I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, make one little pitch to make what you just said even better. Um, if they go to seoforgrowth.com, we've, of course, we've got a few bonuses uh, awesome. that they can pick up on some, some great additional information um, and including a 50% off uh, for a workshop that we're holding. And again, depending upon when you're listening to this, uh, we're, we're holding the workshop uh, on the 24th of, uh, of September. I know that small window there, but uh, half-day kind of boot camp on all things SEO for Growth. Love awesome. it. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks again, John. appreciate Thanks, it. John. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. All right. We always appreciate having John Jantz on the show. Once again, uh, if we didn't say it enough already, go to seoforgrowth.com. That book is available right now. That does it for today's episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame audio program, do so right now. Go to ultimatepregame.com to find it and check out the products page on our site while you're there. And as Brian said earlier, if you've not thought about bringing us out to your company for a retreat in Cabo, I think he was very specific about where he wanted to go. Make sure you send us an email at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com to get the conversation started. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.